Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. If you can fill out the sheet, Google Sheet, you will get preference. And if you're a newcomer, please let us know you're a newcomer um, and try to fill out the sheet. We'll uh, get to your questions, though. Please try to fill the sheet. It takes only two minutes for you to fill the sheet. Santosh? Yeah, can I go ahead? Yes, Santosh. Hi, Rahul. So I, I went for Dropbox and I got a 220 G. Asking mm-hmm. me to submit the court and uh, police records for all encounters, okay. but, but I don't have any. Like uh, I've never went had a case or uh, had a police encounter, like police uh, ticket or something. Yeah. What should I do? Well, you you mentioned to them that you don't have anything, but is there a chance you may have it? Because it's very odd that they came up with you and said that you need to submit the police report though. That's very odd. So if you don't have any record though, you just need to mention that you don't have any criminal history at all and submit it to them. Because sometimes they may have got confused. Maybe there is another guy with the same name, with the same date of birth, that may be doing some wrong things. Do you see my point? Yeah. So, do you, is there a way to get a background where, like, uh, like I see, like background check? We can well, do that. I can. Well, if, if <laughs> Santosh, you can you can do a you can do a Google search or something like that. Okay, but as such, we can't do any background searches in all the jurisdictions that are there. So, try okay. to search Google, and if you don't do it, you should know. Is that right, Aman? Come on. Okay, you know you didn't kill somebody, right? So no, I, what I meant was like in employee verification, we do the criminal background check, right? Can I request something? Yeah, like but some, they, you, uh, there is you can try to do anything online. You can pay some money to somebody. I don't know if they will come up cleanly. The government has a lot more resources okay. than you okay. do. Okay? okay, we don't know where they are coming back with it. Next okay. person, please. Divas. Oh, hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Vivas here. You Actually, have an employed I-140, but your employer is not sharing I-797. Uh, yeah. I Can I use a FOA? Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. To apply. Yes, absolutely. You can use the FOA uh, thing for filing an uh, H-4 EAD. Oh, okay, so there, there won't be any problem, right? I, I, I read a couple of blogs and it was specifically saying the I-797. I was super confused. Uh, Absolutely not required. The front page of the I-140 application form will have that when it's been approved, when there are some notes, handwritten notes on it, though. That is good enough for you to file a a H-4 EAD. 
And I have second questions, following questions for this one. Go ahead, Dubai. So I am not from India or China. My date is current. Probably they will file a FOID five uh, after a couple months, let's say six months. But I read some somewhere that if my date is current, uh, my wife, if I file the SOID, even even filing the SOID, they will not approve. Is that true or wrong? False. No, they can still approve it. They will oh, okay. still approve it. They'll still approve it. Oh. Okay. All right. Thank you. Next person, please. Mani Reddy. Yeah, I, I, I am like... at six. Uh, my, my family is in India. Can they travel on FedEx receipt with my new H1B filing? Uh, Mani, are you working with any company or are you not working with the company though? You got I, the uh... FedEx receipt. Yeah, I mean, I got the offer and they are currently working on my new H1B. As I, I would, I want two things, receipt notice. And I also want you to be actually working with that company, both before they can travel. Yeah, that's right. Yes, uh, I'm planning like, you know, once I have the FedEx receipt, I'll be starting working from them. Probably I will provide. No, I, I said I want receipt notice money. Oh, not the FedEx receipt, the actual uh, yeah, the yeah, approval. That is right. Right. No, I didn't say approval. I said H1B receipt notice. I mean, what what is the what is the difference between the FedEx receipt and the actual receipt? Like FedEx receipt means on the FedEx tracking online, you track mm -hmm. the FedEx tracking number. It says that your application was delivered on so-and-so time to the USCIS. That is FedEx receipt. You can start working on that. Right. And they send out the receipt as well, I guess, right? Ah, uh, you are becoming smart now. That's what I wanted, okay? Okay. I mean, I filed in a regular processing, so uh, yeah. That it is doesn't matter. It, uh, it okay. takes a little bit longer for you to get a receipt notice. That's all, okay? Okay. Next person, please. Karthik, Karthik, we can't hear you. Guys, give go to the next person. Guys, give out the details of questions. It'll be easier for me if you do it. Can you can you guys hear me now? Go ahead, Karthik. Hi. Um, uh, uh, my wife and myself are on H one B. I'm planning to move to from H one B to H four EAD. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to nice. make sure that uh, the sorry. I said nice. Yep. Uh, I wanted uh, so I wanted to make sure that uh, the premium processing. Uh, my wife has H one extension now. So we are planning to apply everything all together in a premium processing. So does H4 and H4 EAD is applicable for the premium processing? And So and your, uh, your, wife, I, I your, have, your wife is applying the H1B extension, is that you said? Yes. Absolutely. If your wife files H1B, you file H4 plus EAD, you put all of them in one package, she does the premium processing, she gets H1B in premium processing. You get H4 and EAD in premium processing. That is absolutely right. Got it. And and, and my priority date is on 2000, 2015 uh, June. So, it, I mean, does, does it changing status from H1 to H4 EAD, does it have affect my GC process? And if for some reason dates are current, do I need to convert back to H1 again? Um. It doesn't affect, you don't have to convert to H1B, but if you are, will you be working with the same company or will you be leaving the same company that has the I-140 approval? 
I'll be working with the same company. I'm, I'm plan- uh, you, the reason you, why I'm moving to H4E. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you're using H4EAD. You want more flexibility. Maybe you want to do one more job. Maybe you want to do yeah, yeah. change of location. Absolutely yeah. will not affect your green card process. You do not have to go back to H1B to file the 485 application. You as a main applicant, your wife as a dependent applicant, you don't have to do anything. The company, if as long as the company is cooperative, you are just good for getting the green card when the prior date is correct. Got it. Yeah, thank you. Next person, please. Sayed? Uh, yes, um, I know. So I have asked a question Yours, regarding... Yeah, uh, you, no. I was on CPT working under employer since March 2022. I was on an H-1B process and got H-1B approval from July 2000. My employer did not pay me much from until now. I complained to WHO and they said they can get my wages from July until now, yes. But I was on status and working with offer letter. I will not get my pay from March till now. So um, my question basically is that from March until July, uh, no, you they said they will not get me. No, there is, not, there is nothing you can do about it. But they're going to get from July though. That's good enough for you. Okay, July until now. Because yeah. I am on on H1B transfer process and currently no, I'm working. Only, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fine. Anything else? Yeah, I did not resign from that company. So until it, and unless it is approved, I'm not resigning. So that's what okay. it is going. So it should be fine, right? Yeah, that's fine. It should be fine. Okay. Next person. Thank you. Indrajit. Hello. Hi. I, we have actually filed a H4 EAD for my wife, I-765, in February 25th, 2022. The average processing Damn. time is less than six months. Still not approved. We have done multiple service requests. Restart to um, USCIS. No more info pass anymore. We reached out to a congressman more than 45 days since then. No response. It you, just you may, yeah. It just can, says pending adjudication. You, That's it. You, you can make an appointment with Stephen Brown and um, or email him. I will give you his email address. Email mm-hmm. him on Tuesday, though. Why? Because the H1B quota is a little bit busy. This guy is in charge of the H1B quota, too. Okay? Uh, okay. And he may consider suing the USCIS. Okay. Okay, because it's okay. been... Um, there's no ombudsman, yeah, too. If you I, can if try I... all those things. I'm not telling you not to. If okay. you want effective result, contact Stephen only on Tuesday, not right now. Okay, I will do that. I'll email him on, on Tuesday. Okay. I request him if he considers that he should sue the USCIS, okay? And okay, give, you, uh, give you a location and uh, also give him the receipt notice of the H4EAD. Next person. I will. I will. Thank you. Ashok? Hey, Rahul. Uh, my question is regarding concurrent H1B. Uh, I would like to know, is there any re- any particular reasonable number of hours that US may think, uh, USCIS may think that is either reasonable to approve or reject? For example, I'm on a full-time 80, 80 hours. 80 hours is not a problem. If it's more than that, I would recommend you to contact a lawyer. There are still ways out though, around it. Okay. It's not more than uh, 40 plus 40. So I think if 80 is a good number, yeah. Well, then, Another part then of that I, question. Then, then I consider you as a lazy guy. 
<laughs> according to my standards you are i have been unfortunately my my okay, anyway. job always on the video but there is a yeah, second part to this question uh, yeah. thanks for that information uh, i would like to know if owning a restaurant or a laundromat i'm giving examples can be qualified as uh, to file ie or international entrepreneur parole or have you had any success in filing them do you have any businesses that you have filed with for that uh we have not uh we have not filed it um but if you fall into that category though okay we would do it yeah. a very concessional price in filing it because these odd cases which come out the uscs normally approves these application i think so one of our guy did it but i'm not sure um i would i would like to do it very concessional price if you are willing to do it yeah i am considering that as an option instead of going through concurrent route and all of this crazy process own a business which is about 250k then see what i can do from there uh, send an email we are interested in you yeah okay send an email yeah, sure sure i'll reach out to you and, yeah. and do it on tuesday that will be very good sure thank you rahul uh suti give my email address personal email address next yes, person sir. please mahan we want to explore that option more because we want to see that ashok okay we know what that is uh, but they made it a little bit tough but we want to look we want to crack that go ahead next person please hey hey rahul um so my wife and i applied for gc last um like a while back just the primary oh. so i just got my gc um uh, dates retrogressed and my wife didn't get it but we both got our ead uh since she is on h1b we're considering applying through family based uh, why not and the question i i guess is like her ead is about to expire so the question was should we what what ead uh, is it? sorry go ahead the you mean do you mean to say when you say ead you mean to say the Forty-five EAD. Yeah, the like from the previous application when we applied via employment based, of course. Uh, so and no, I was the uh, primary. We both so both of us got EAD with like advance yeah, parole. Yeah, got it. Uh, got it. And now that is about to expire. So the question is like, when we do the adjustment of status through family based, should we come like uh, apply for EAD with AP through that, or should we apply for renewal separately? Both. you need to do renewal and you need to apply through that too sir can you hear me i can hear you rahul um, you uh, maybe, is you there yes yes rahul maybe he is not responding shrikant okay. hey hi rahul uh i have similar question like kartik before uh, uh, who spoke with you so my question is like uh, i am on h1b status and my wife is in h- on h4 status uh, if my employer is applying my h1b extension in the premium processing and he and he is okay for applying h4 extension as well for my wife along with my h1b does my mm-hmm. wife's h4 extension also be approved in 15 days along with mine in the premium processing i would yes it will be approved along with yours sir okay yeah okay. thank you thank you thank you next person please harish 
try to fill out the questions, guys, to answer the question. Harish, go ahead. Uday Kumar. Hi, uh, I got my H1 stamping last year. Okay. And now um, I have transferred my H1 to another empire like um, X to Y. Can I travel to India? And then while coming back, do I need stamping again? No, sir. You don't need the stamping again. But mm -hmm. however, when you enter into United States, when you enter into United States, uh, you need to make sure you tell them Let's say your stamping is with Pepsi. Now you're working for Coca-Cola. You need to tell them you are actually working for Coca-Cola. You need to show them the H-1B approval of Coca-Cola. And you need to make sure the I-94 is given until the expiration of the coca Online immediately to make sure the I-94 is reflected properly. Okay. okay. And uh, uh, extension to this, as you brought up, I uh, I went to India twice last year, uh -huh. March and uh -huh. August. So uh -huh. the I-94, the current one, is still in April when I came back. Well, okay. So you mean to say when you came back in late August, on, didn't, September, didn't August actually. Yeah. So check all the, you have to call them to correct it though. CBP okay. office. Okay. okay. And can I have that number? Uh, I don't have it. I have to Google it just like you. Okay. W what is that, sir? I'm sorry if you don't mind. CPP? Google it. Go Google it. Yeah. CBP. CBP C website. CDP. Okay. CBP. Yeah. Got it, sir. Got it. And one more thing. This is the second question, which I have, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Um, so if we are pursuing PhD currently, I'm on H1B. I stopped my PhD when I got my H1. I'm continuing my H um, I mean to say I'm continuing my PhD. Okay. Mm -hmm. What all the required things I need to have to file an um, GC on EB1? That's a different, it's going to take a long time though. Just okay. because you're going to have a PhD degree by itself won't be qualified. You mm -hmm. may want to prepare your resume there is something called EB1A and EB1B, okay? Look mm -hmm. into those qualifications, okay? Okay. In EB1A and EB1B, try to see how you fit into any of those criteria. In EB1A, out of the 10, you have to fit for three at least, but you need mm -hmm. to shoot for six, okay? okay. And EB1B, okay. try to make a resume, okay? That will mm -hmm. reflect that and make an appointment with Vanita. My Man. colleague is going to give the name of her to you. Okay. And mm -hmm. the uh, appointment thing. You make an appointment. And from now onwards, it's better that you do the constructive work from now. Okay. Yeah. She will yeah. guide mm -hmm. you in the next two to three years based on what you have. What are the things you need to do to achieve it? Mm. Mm. Sure, sir. Okay. And yeah. Go ahead, sir. Anything else? Yeah. Last question is, if I have a consultancy, okay, and I own a 20% of the consultancy, okay, mm -hmm. and um, 
the business is going good revenue is going good uh, there are 10 or 12 people around in one sister company which i own the business 20 person will i be able to uh, file gc with that consultancy with that business is there any chance uh you'll have to make a consultation there is something called eb5 but EB5. it's not that easy okay okay you can make a consultancy okay. with me next person please Hi. sure thank you Rahul. yeah hello uh, can you hear me yeah go ahead i can't hear you i can't hear you arish i'm getting a lot of disturbance anisha hi rahul uh, so my question is currently i'm on uh, h4 status and my employer has applied for h1b last year in 2022 and that got approved in consular process instead of uh, change of status but uh, since i'm here itself in us only my employer has reapplied for h1b change of status amendment in premium processing again and then i got an rfe for that so now since the position is not uh, like no longer available my employer has uh, not responded to the rfe and uh, he has uh, withdrawn my petition so now my question is as we have applied the ch uh, h1b change of status amendment in premium will that uh, withdrawal status be updated in 15 days or like uh, with the same uh, receipt number or it will take more time and with a different receipt no it, it may take a more time how does it matter that case is gone for you Okay, so to update, it's going to take more than 15 days, even though the change of status is uh, applied. It may take. How does it matter for you, Anisha? It doesn't matter, but I'm just, I just, I'm just wondering, like, uh, in case if I wanted to apply uh, for another H1B this year, I just wanted to know if that is possible. You should apply for another H1B. Okay, and that Next will be simply. noted as withdrawal or revoke. Uh, what is that? How does it? How does it matter to you? Is my question. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter just like this you know you lost a hair okay one hair out of your millions okay how does it matter to you it doesn't matter i don't want to answer those questions to you if it doesn't matter okay please apply in the new quota ma'am okay ashok i know this is ashok mm -hmm. i forgot to file h4 extension for my daughter and um, it uh, expired or admitted until August 2021, um, but I realized today, um, and I'm on H1B with the valid until yeah. 2024. So what yeah. are my options? Yeah, not, not a big deal because the child is under 18. You can mm -hmm. still apply something called uh, non-protect. That means please excuse me for being out of status. It is not my fault. It's probably the employer's fault, the lawyer's fault, my dad Ashok's fault or my mom's fault. It's not my fault. That's mm -hmm. called non-protank, especially when the argument is presented by a 12-year-old person. They will normally approve it, even if by any chance they won't approve also. It won't cause any problem. She can always get the stamping later on because she's excused for being unlawfully present in this country. Uh, because she's under 18. Okay. Thank if you're you. interested in, you can contact, okay, make mm -hmm. an appointment with Janelli in our office. My colleague is going to give the name to you mm -hmm. and the link, and she will work on those. She's very good in those things. Okay. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much.
Hi, uh, Mr. Reddy. I have meeting with you before, so I have been to different. I remember you. Different Yeah, no, I got uh, received from my rain statement on March thirteenth, and I find nice. the school. I find a school with a camped cap exempt school is willing to sponsor my H one B work visa, and they okay. are cap exempt. So my question okay. now is, do I need to wait for my approval for the reinstatement so I can get back to my student status and do the COS, or should I choose to to do the CP directly, just leave the country and come back? So did you say the reinstatement has been filed, but you did not get the approval yet? Is that right? That's correct. The reinstatement takes a long time. Reinstatement yeah. will take a long time. Yeah. And we do, I don't know whether you're going to get it or you're not going to get it. Though. There is always 50-50 chance for it. The okay. other option is that if you get... A, now, what kind of school is giving you this CAP exam? What's the name of the school? It's called Redwood City School District. It's a public school district. Aha. Uh -huh. It's a public school district. Okay. Typically for public school districts, the results are very good though. Okay. The reason is that last time when you re referred me to the university, the, the educational institutions, they didn't look that good to me as compared to the public school district that you are speaking about. So your probability of getting the approval are higher when you go to the consulate to get the H1B stamping, okay? Okay, so uh, sorry, I didn't understand. So you, what do you mean? Well, since it is a school district though, okay? It has a better reputation than compared to the institutions that you have showed me last time when we had a discussion. Yes. This is a much better offer though. The other thing is that I don't know how long the school district will wait for you while you are waiting for the reinstatement. So it may be in your best interest, I mean, to just get the thing resolved by going to China rather than actually waiting for the reinstatement. Okay, and, so... And, doing, and because you're not, you can't do any job either. Yeah. So you think if they're waiting to sponsor and they will file my H1B starting next Tuesday and they will get, get all the documents and the paperwork. So I will just tell them I'm of the status now and I want to go back to China to do the CP console process to uh, get H1B work visa and come back if I get approved, yeah. right? Yes, ma'am. That's right. Okay. Is, is there gonna a chance that the they're gonna like China they're gonna deny my H one B visa as well? There is always a chance. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's always a chance. Yeah. But since it's a red, it's it's a school district, a reputable school district, though. Yeah. You know, the chances are lesser compared to the in the the in, the institutions that you showed were a little bit shaky to me. Okay. Sounds, sounds okay. Good. Okay. Thank you. Wish you best of luck, ma'am. Next person, Thank please. Nirali. Hello. Hi, uh, uh, Mr. Reddy. Uh, my question is regarding the new policy that is being... I uh, have seen, we have seen that we have contacted the USCIS attorneys on this. They said that there is some lack of 
understanding by the lower level officers they are working on it um i would recommend that your lawyer contact the premium processing thing if uh, people to see if they could get it approved ead um the other option that i you may want to consider is when is your h4 ead expiring the current one no it is uh, we are uh, we, i have applied a change of status from h1 to h4 with the ead format i got it i got it yeah you may want to make an appointment off on or after tuesday with steven brown who is the lawyer who argued this case on behalf of it okay. he may be able to do something though okay and uh, okay. our colleague is going to give his name and how to make an appointment with me but don't make an appointment with him until tuesday that guy is a little bit busy now okay but is is there a chance that the h4 will be approved before the ead because then he has to stop working no he doesn't have to he can go to mexico and come back on h1b okay but because of this rule there is still a chance right then they will uh, uh, approve the h4 and not the ead no ma'am there is 95% probability they'll approve the h4 plus ead and if by any okay. chance only h4 is approved there are still ways around it we will discuss with you if that happens okay. at that time okay okay all Next right person. so i'll okay thank you vidya yeah uh, hi so ahead, my question is that will yeah, be the last on, call guys it's about uh, 402 go ahead yeah i am on h1b visa and i got laid off on feb 1st uh, my employer has revoked my h1b on march 7th so am i eligible to transfer my h1b to a new employer now february 1st you got laid off is right ma'am that's yeah. when the that's when your uh, uh, that's when your 60 day counts yes february 1st so february 1st april 1st is approximately 60 days yes you can file the h1b uh with the, by april 1st yes yeah but my h1b is already revoked is that okay if i oh yeah 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 that's perfectly all right that's perfectly all right just because they are supposed to revoke it if you are not working for the company okay 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 got it okay and can i transfer to new employ like can i apply my transfer to two companies because i have two job offers from different companies but you can only work for one company though yes yes yeah you can do it ma'am absolutely not a problem okay got it thank you yeah, guys thank for coming you. in the next zoom call will be tomorrow at uh, not tomorrow sorry uh, on monday uh, at 3:30 thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day